GoDaddy has created a brand new position, the Senior Premium Domain Name Consultant, and Jebediah Burnett is the fantastic individual filling that role, normalizing aftermarket domains being presented to end users. Hear how this is strategic, not only for GoDaddy, but for the entire domain industry, that rising tides that will lift all boats. Also, hear Jebediah's thoughts on the market in general, and what they could mean for you. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y. FT.com. Hey, Sherpa Network. Welcome to the show. Today, you might not recognize him, but this is Jebediah Burnett with all his hair. Jebediah, uh, welcome to your new role at GoDaddy. Love the shirt. Uh, GoDaddy's always got some sweet swag. Um, So you are now Senior Premium Domain Consultant at GoDaddy. And besides the fact that we absolutely love your insights and want to hear your thoughts on the market in general, um, we really want to have you on because GoDaddy is making a step here, a statement, and normalizing Um, the idea of aftermarket domains being presented to the right buyer, to end-user buyers. Um, This is is a new concept, and I believe, we all believe, will become the new norm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, and Drew Rosner is on here as as CEO of Media Options and as someone interested in seeing this change in... um, in the approach to domain name sales. So welcome, both of you. Hello. Hello. Drew, you going to grow your hair out like Jebediah? You know what? I really actually need to shave because we have some people coming over for dinner tonight, but I just literally (laughs) haven't found the time to shave, sleep, or pretty much do anything these days. Well, Uh, you found time for Jebediah. I found time for my ninth cup of coffee today. <laughs> Especially funny because here in Arizona, it's only eight thirty a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not on my ninth cup of coffee, nor will I be at any point today. <laughs> so, Jebediah, what's it like working for Go? You know, GoDaddy is I consider my alma mater. I had seven wonderful years there. I know a lot's changed since. I left in 2012, um, but what's it like for you? You work from home or in the Seattle office or both? I'm both. I'm based out of the Kirkland office here in Seattle, Washington, or Kirkland, Washington, um, and then I do work from home um, often as well. So, um, but it's great. I'm I'm very very excited about the role that I have with GoDaddy. Um, you know, bringing outbound sales to such a premium quality of domain status or, or domain uh, portfolio um, is makes me ecstatic. I'm, I'm super excited about it. Um, not only can I work with just quality.com or .net.org legacy domains, 
but I'll also have the opportunity to work with my passion as well, which is the updated TLDs as well. So um, I'm really excited about the move that GoDaddy has made and that I've made to GoDaddy. So. Okay, I have to back you up for one second. Updated, <laughs> updated TLDs. I'm not sure that I've heard that before. We're, we're, oh, Drew, you were not. You're not show. listening to your own show. Yeah, no, Drew. When we did the West Coast you know, it, it makes me sad when I when I have to listen to a show that I'm not on. It makes me yeah. sad. I'm Do you need a tissue or another cup of coffee? Yeah, <laughs> I always need another cup of coffee. Okay, so sorry. Yeah. So then, give me the this real. This is a new real terminology, um, and I think it's. Go ahead. You you t you tell your story, Jebediah. Well, I use that term, um, you know, and I, I use it, I think Mike Seiger sort of called me out a little bit on it, but I do, I do use it to sort of let people know that it's not like new G's or new TLDs. They have been around for about four or five years at this point, and they are not as old as the legacy TLDs like .com or net or org, but they are the next generation of what a domain can look like. So it's updated. That's all it is. It's nothing... They didn't reinvent the wheel. They didn't change much. It's still DNS. It's still a URL. It's updated. So mm -hmm. that, you know, again, going with the experiences that I've had and, the, and the, the opportunities that I've had with end users and investors with new TLDs or updated TLDs, I just found that that was a better terminology for them. Um, Interesting. And, and stopped calling them new or NG TLDs or acronyms that end users didn't really know or had never heard of, but if you can say updated extension or updated TLD, it tends to... It pre-frames your sale. Yeah, exactly. it's just, yeah. it's brilliant psychology. Right. Um, so Jebediah, you yeah. are not selling like, you know, Joe Schmo signs up at GoDaddy and lists their domain for sale. You're right. not selling that name for GoDaddy. Let's just back up a sec, give a little history to what you're selling. Sure. So I'm handling what's called the name find portfolio, which is GoDaddy's acquired portfolio. Um, and then I also handle um, the premium level updated extensions as well. So with our registry partners, um, their um, high quality domain names, um, I'll outbound broker those as well. Okay, so the, so I, do, I don't do, um, you know, I think when I was on the show last, I received quite a few inquiries after, hey, I have domain names on Afternic. Um, can you help me sell those? That's, that's not my role. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to people about their portfolios and, and happy to do so at any time. Um, but the way that the role sits right now um, does not include outbound brokering after Nick clients domains. So GoDaddy purchased a large portfolio of domains called the NameFind portfolio. And that is what you're outbound brokering. And Correct. then also Correct. sometimes GoDaddy will have a partnership with say dot i'm trying to remember the one you said last time what'd you sell in the U oh it's not a well, that was, yeah that was a dot co uk was the last time on the show but i mean like with dot live or dot um dot online or dot club or you know some of these the the registry premium domains as well so a premium at dot club is going to be like vegas dot club so yeah. you might choose to do an outbound sales campaign um for something very specific like that. That's Correct. super yeah. cool. Okay. And who do you, like, where are you within the org structure of GoDaddy? Um, who, who works with... Satellite. He's a satellite. So, um, I mean, I, I fall under sort of the sales team at Afternic. Um, 
Alan Shiflett, um, Dave Hegelson, and I apologize, Dave, if I mispronounce your last name. Um, but but I sort of fall under that 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 org. Um, I am again the, the the first official outbound consultant for GoDaddy, so it's sort of this unique, like like Drew said, sort of satellite structure. Um, I do run into people sometimes that don't know, like within the GoDaddy organization where I fall in. <laughs> so, um, but but it, it's it's a unique role, but it's a it's a very important role. So it, I'm fine being sort of a, a one off in it. Obviously, the goal is to build the team and to continue the successes that we've had um, doing this. But um, you know, the the organizational chart, I'm a little little offshoot of it right now. And that, you know, really speaks to their, um, you know, really, I think, cutting edge in this mentality and this approach. And they're willing to be flexible and make it work, even though it's not already, you know, traditional or um, typical. Um, but, but, I mean, I expect that this is going to become typical. Um, to, for who? For you, who? Hmm? For who? What do you mean typical? For who? <laughs> for, 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 I think for other registrars with large portfolios and, and perhaps someday, you know, other entities who have large portfolios and are looking to divest them, either they have a broker on retainer or they have, it's just like having an attorney. Either you have an attorney on retainer or you have one in-house. Um, you know, um, what do you think, Jebediah? Well, I, I think that, you know, GoDaddy has a portfolio that, that the world needs to, to participate in. It is, you know, I believe no matter what the extension is that a great domain name is a great domain name. And it, I'm still every day going through the portfolio, finding nuggets where I'm like, holy crap, somebody's got to know that this is available and, um, you know, reach out on the name. Um, I think it's the same thing with, you know, what sort of, Drew started his career with. He has a great portfolio or had people who had great portfolios and he brokered them. Um, GoDaddy's doing the same thing now. They have a great portfolio that's in-house. We're brokering it. We're finding the end user buyers. We're perpetuating the market forward with price points and opportunities. And I think that it should be the norm that if you have great domain names, that you should be outbounding that name, that you mm -hmm. should be trying to actively find a buyer. If you're not yeah, actively trying to... Okay. <laughs> so, okay. I want to back up. So I agree with you a hundred percent. I, I, I love to, to hear that sentiment. I think that, um, you know, the normalization of the domain aftermarket and the sort of progressive approach of taking these domains. I mean, let's face it. We're not in a liquid market. All right. And, and so, you know, a domain comes available, uh, for whatever reason, regardless of who the owner is, there's no real um, there's no real communication mechanism that, that the appropriate party who would actually want that name could even know about it unless they've got a back order unless they've got a you know a monitor service unless they're you know they've they've uh, you know contacted somebody previously and said let me know if anything changes you know there's just no way of connecting the best properties with the best buyers. And that was the, the, like, as you said, that was the, the, the opportunity I identified early on. Is I was like, all right, well, I'm good at sales. I want to create cash flow so that I can build our own portfolio. Uh, I'm going to go out and find their buyers and connect them with the sellers. And so 
I love that GoDaddy, as the biggest registrar in the world and one of the biggest portfolio owners in the world, uh, is now taking that progressive approach to do exactly what you just said, which is, you know, finding the perfect buyer for these names, big or small or medium. Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't matter if it's a five thousand. There's, there's gems for five grand that you think, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean it has to be worth a hundred thousand dollars. It's just, it's just so perfect for a specific business. And the more perfect buyers have their perfect domains, we're expanding the pie. We're, we're reinforcing the concept of the valid, the validity and the value of these domain names to the appropriate business. And the more perfect, you know, the, the more companies own their perfect domain, whatever extension that may be, uh, the better off we are as an industry, period, okay. full stop. Like if everybody's out there and they're, they're operating on, you know, subpar domains, everybody thinks, well, why do I need a subpar domain? You know, it, like, it's like the, the biggest comeback that I still get today, which I think is so foolish, is like, well, Google did a good job and they're on Google.com, right? It's like, yeah. it's the exception that not the rule. They have the CIA and billions of dollars behind them. Um, <laughs> well, and know, that's the, uh, that you, you said it right there. They have, they have, they had, they were first, they yeah. were user friendly and they yeah. had billions of dollars behind them. And yeah. most brands just don't have that. Most end users don't have that anywhere but, from but five. I to, go, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to lose my thought. And it was the reason I interrupted you in the first place <laughs> is you said that you, everybody should be out there contacting end users with their domains, outbound selling that I absolutely don't agree with. And it's not just for job security that I don't agree with that. It's right. literally, in my experience, 99% of the people in this industry uh, are not qualified to be doing outbound sales, number right. one. And number two, um, if everybody out there is doing outbound sales on really crappy domains, yeah. you kind of dilute the market and hurt the market because then when you have somebody who's professional about it going out there and putting the perfect domain in front of the perfect buyer, they might not even open that email because they're tired of getting solicited right. by, you know, shitty domains or whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. So it makes right. our job harder. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I fully agree with that. I'll, I'll give you that. And, and, and what I mean by, you know, everybody should be outbounding their names. I'll, I'll backtrack a couple steps, get a professional to look at your name. Yeah. Make exactly. sure that your portfolio is worth outbounding. I mean, I, I'm on these, um, I, this morning, sort of every morning I get up and I check Facebook or, or LinkedIn, all of these different things. Mm -hmm. Domains for sale or, you know, there's Facebook groups of domains for sale. And I, I look at them and now I'll admit I'm probably a little bit spoiled by looking at some of the domains and, <laughs> and, and outbounding some of the names that I have. But when I look at a name and they want, you know, submit reasonable offers only, and the name is worth hand reg at best, at best, those are the people like, you should have had somebody take a look at this first. You should have asked what exactly is it that you're looking for? Um, what is your goal with it? Which I think, you know, just tying in Sherpa is a great review. People can start to sort of see what a good domain name is, what a great domain name is, and what a superb domain name is. Um, and, and maybe I think your statement is valid if you just change it from the person to the, to say quality domain every quality domain deserves to be exactly. outbound brokered and you know and deserves i'm sure deserves is okay but don't go further than deserves because uh 
quality is a very tricky word. Dude, like my email right. inbox is going to blow up. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I, I, I dare any of you to come and just spend a day with me and just look at the volume of email that I'm dealing with. And oh, I yeah, can tell no, you I, that the vast majority of folks don't have quality domains and don't know how to identify quality domains, um, unfortunately. But Jebediah, but, so, this must be like... GoDaddy has quality names. GoDaddy's got phenomenal names. And so I want to understand two things. And then Tess probably has more things she wants to understand. But the things I want to understand is, one, what was the thought process uh, leading up to this? Not yours, but GoDaddy's, right? Because um, whatever, I, I've got Good question. Next. And then secondly is, um, what's your approach? You know, you come in, you've got... How, how big is the portfolio? It's like over a hundred, a couple hundred thousand names, two, three hundred. Yeah, what I mean, what I work on is there's. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a small selection of those. Of that, but but yeah, I think the portfolio you know, is very large. So. Yeah, so you've got hundreds of thousands of names to, to sort of choose from, right? And it's like so you're like in the more? biggest domainers playground ever, and you're the only guy in there. Only one playing, yeah. That's really um, really cool. Okay, so. Yeah. How did well, it? How did it too, come I to buy the names from GoDaddy and then go sell them. Yeah, but we, we, we don't even go sell them actually. So um, we just buy them and let the money die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so. To answer your questions, I think the first thing I think the thought process was you know hundreds, thousands of domain names that are too good to just die. They're too good to just sit there and to to wait and to wait and to wait. And the market is such, um, you know, while I don't necessarily agree with instant liquid, uh, liquidity for almost any domain name, there mm -hmm. is, it is such where the, the playing field for domain names is not equal. And I think GoDaddy's- What, what do you mean by that? I think that if you, um, there's a, Sort of like you were saying, the the client that you had where like, well, Google did fine with a, a name that nobody had ever heard of. That seems to be sort of a sentiment in different segments of our industry. Like you'll you'll work with, you know, IT guys or, or yeah. CEO consultants that say, I don't care what name you bring me. I will get you to the first page. I will create your brand. I will mm -hmm. do this stuff. And 10 minutes into it, the, the end user, the owner of that business understands that getting there is now writing checks writing checks, writing checks, yeah. writing checks. Whereas they could have started with writing one probably larger check to start, but it's instant brand recognition. It's instant straight to their category that they want or to the, to the branding that they want. There isn't this, well, let's try and tie this to this and this will make sense here. Um, you know, it's, it's an overall theme right up front. So when you have domain names that fit that category. And I, I really believe that almost every domain name that, that we work on, which is great, fits a category or niche for a specific person. They need to be aware of that domain. And, and GoDaddy felt the same way. Like there just has to be somebody who will call and tell the dental office, hey, did you know that perfectsmile.com is available? And that dentist office is like, that's our brand. And it was like, I know you're on a really crappy domain name. This is available. And your IT guy, your web guy, isn't giving you this information. Let me tell you about it. And, and 
this seems to be more of a stra strategic and positioning um, approach from GoDaddy. This is not GoDaddy's like, oh, we spent all this money on this no. portfolio. We got to make a 10x on it. It seems no. like the no. pricing is not um, expected to be extremely high. And the idea is that GoDaddy can serve that dentist office needs, not only with their domain name, but now that we have this relationship and we've freed you from your SEO guy who we all know doesn't answer your phone calls and sure. you know, you're terrified if he dies that you lose everything and, will just yeah. magically disappear. And yeah. that's really, I mean, GoDaddy, what, 80% of GoDaddy's um, business is small business owners, right? Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, that's the thing, like GoDaddy is, it's a much larger play than just a domain name sale. Um, you know, us being in the industry, us being brokers or, or, or whatnot, we, we tend to focus on that domain sale. Well, you know, GoDaddy is, okay, so we have a domain, what's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. What's next? How can we service our clients the best possible way? And that starts with a great domain name. And that's where the reality of what I do comes into play is putting that great domain name, that first step, the perfect first step in front of that end user and, and, and making it work for them. So um, that's where our, we sit with that. I have my next question. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, as a broker, brokering third-party names, we have to be very cognizant of uh, trademarks mm -hmm. and making sure, you know, just basic due diligence. You know, it, it, most of what we're brokering is, is pure generic. It's, a, you know, one word dot com, two letters, three letters. But there are cases um, where it's a gray area, okay? And, um, you know, not, you're not necessarily brokering third party names, but you're still brokering, you know, a portfolio of names. Um, what's your approach to that? How do you say, well, did you use Perfect Smile before? And, I bet there's probably a thousand trademarks for perfect smile. Um, when now, you know, like you and me more informed about domains than the end user is. And so we know that like, okay, GoDaddy's out there buying up portfolios of thousands of names at a time. They're not cherry picking and saying, Oh, perfect smile. That's a trademark infringing domain. Let's buy that because we'll sell it to them. Right. Okay. It's, it's, it's bulk. I'm going to go first in answering. Um, so none of us are <laughs> legally trained or liable, right? right. <laughs> we all specialize in domain names, not in um, trademarks or the law. But a lot of domainers have this concern um, or experience where if you're the first one to reach out, like say Perfect Smile is a trademark. And if perfectsmile.com, I mean, perfect smile trademark holder reaches out and says, Hey, you own perfectsmile.com, I want that, then you're like in a safe zone. But if you reach out to them first, then you can get in legal trouble for um, trying, like, then you have it in bad faith or something. So this is not a legal conversation, but more of the boogeyman that every domain owner is vaguely aware of and scared of. 
And so with that approach now, you know, GoDaddy has a legal team, um, unlike, you know, most domain investors. Um, but yeah, that is, um, and that's a, that's a great question. I I just want to know sort of more high level, your personal, you're looking at his list of names, you know, there's going to be names where, you know, you've got endless choices, right? So you're not going to go, you're not going to go down a road that may be slippery if you've got perfectly good growth. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I usually don't, I mean, bottom line is like, you know, I'll I'll throw the caveat out there too. I'm not an attorney. This is not legal advice. Certainly, you know, if you have questions, seek, you know, there's some amazing uh, trademark attorneys and IP attorneys that we all know. So seek counsel there. What, what I will do, um, let's use perfect smile as an example, just because we're talking about it. I'll do, you know, and it sort of ties into what my process is. I'll do a search of people who are using that term, period. And, you know, if they're using that term and I do, you know, due diligence and I check the the trademark office and I'm not seeing something that, you know, a a mark specifically to the words or or something along those lines, I'll reach out to, you know, the dentist's office that is already branded Perfect Smile and just has the Mm -hmm. bad domain. Mm -hmm. Now... I have the luxury of I can do something like that and spend a half hour or whatnot on 10 different entities and then move on. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have to drill and drill and drill and drill to find drill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, to find that, that buyer for that name, I can, I can move on, but I've now put that domain name in, in front of 10, 15, 20 clients that it's relevant to, and then mm-hmm. they've probably done some of their research. Now, if they have questions of me about, about trademarks or whatever, I'll do the same thing that I just said here on the show. You, you seek legal counsel, yeah. the domain name, yeah. and that's, that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, so you and just I, reach out on the domains, and if somebody says, hey, I have a trademark on that, which certainly they might, and so might 49 other people, or maybe the yeah. domain was registered before the trademark, so you're, right. it's really basically doesn't have, have to be on your radar at all. Is what yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, and, and I, have, I have the luxury, you know, like, like Tess said, we have a legal team. If they reach out and say, hey, that's our trademark, we're gonna sue you, cool, talk to them. Yeah, next yeah, domain, yeah. you know, I, I move on. Next. Yeah, like, yeah, next. So, but, you know, like, it goes back to, if you're going to outbound any name, period, mm-hmm. and, if it's a quality domain name, if it's a relevant or generic domain name, um, you know, way back when, you know, updated tees came out, I sold sex.live and porn.live. Both of those words have trademarks on them. Most people don't know that, but they're so generic what? that good. Yeah. The word sex has a German trademark on it. If I remember. Oh, talk, German. And um, the word porn had, had another trademark from somewhere. So those words, I mean, the word, if I remember correctly, the word love has a trademark on it. So there are sure thousands, but it's, yeah. a, you know, you can't trademark generic. love for like the generic meaning of love. Right, right. Uh, so you could, you, could, you could totally trademark, like I could create a brand of ice cream and call it porn. And I can brand, I can get a trademark for porn selling ice cream. Right. So it, it really comes down to use. Use. And I kind of feel like maybe somebody's going to do that now. That sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, um, but you got to, you know, you, if you're going to, you know, again, I have the luxury of the portfolio that I have, but if you're going to yeah. outbound your, your names or a third party name, 
for God's sake, do a tiny bit of research first. Don't be that guy. Don't, you know, if you have yellowpage.com, don't be reaching out to yellow pages because you're done. That's over. Yeah. First off, you shouldn't be brokering that name in my opinion. No, you know, be smart about what you're doing. And just because, um, like actually, if you don't mind, there was a, there was a comment on the last show that we did about how we missed a lot of things in the portfolio because they were brands or they were trends. And what stuck at me is I knew that I knew they were brands. I knew they were trends. That's one end buyer. That's it. And then, so that domain name only has one end buyer. If you're brokering a domain name like yellowpage.com, that has one end buyer and you're not getting anything for it. So uh, being smart about the portfolio, being smart about your research before you start doing outreach, that's what, you know, trademarks are, that's what's going to save you from yeah. that's, that's That's very interesting. And makes me think too, what's the average age of the domains in this portfolio? Um, Good question. Um, I mean, they're I all old, it, right? I bet, it, I bet it. Yeah, I mean, they're not most all, of the like, I bet they're, I bet it's, I, if I had to just take a wild guess, my guess would be 18 years, maybe 19. I bet, I bet the average year of registration would be around 2000. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and that makes a difference too, from uh, that perspective. Let's talk about the market. Um, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you sensing? Um, I mean, you must get so much feedback from small businesses and from much larger end users. I mean, Mm-hmm. Actually, how much are you reaching out to small businesses and how much are you reaching out to like the Hearst Corp and, um, you know, big uh, Fortune 100, 500, big entities? Um, it depends on the domain name, but, um, you know, I would say medium to, to slightly larger companies is about 85% of what I do. Okay. All right. Um, and that's, that's because most of those companies, they have that, that three word.com or they have a hyphenated name or they have the word the, because at the time the other domain name wasn't available. Yeah. And that's GoDaddy's target market for, you know, um, this entire approach. Yeah. So what, let's talk about the market feedback you're basically getting from the average Joe or someone with a small IT team. Um, what, what are the market trends that you're seeing today? What are the you know, evolving domain value perceptions that you're encountering? Um, I think that the perception of high quality domain names is, is growing a little bit. I think that okay. most people involved in technology now, whether or not it's their IT guy or their SDA guy or whoever it may be working with these, you know, medium to larger businesses, understand the power of the domain name, understand what it is to be or to have that name. Um, so I think that they're, you know, are they, are they running with wallets open? No, but are they willing to have that conversation? Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes it's not a, it's just not a budget fit or it's, um, you know, sometimes it's just not a perfect fit. I've gotten, I've gotten feedback on a couple of domain names where it's like, how dare you reach out to my company with a, you know, $50,000 domain name. Do you know what we make each year? And it's like, no, I don't, but I know what you could be making each year. Yeah. Math is there. So it's, you know, I don't, I don't care if you're a, a, you know, a fortune 500 company or, or, 
a mom and pop shop down the street. If your domain name sucks and your conversion sucks and you're, you're not getting the recognition that you deserve off of your name, you can be doing better. And, mm-hmm. and that's where, you know, those conversations go. So I think, you know, to answer the question, I think that market trend wise, I think people are understanding the power of domain names again. Um, you know, I think brandables will always have their place, but I, you know, and it may just be the, the niche that I, I've fallen in over the last, you know, near decade now, but I think keyword domain names are, are significantly on the rise. I see a lot of companies, a lot of end users who are willing to take their budget to the next step to get that keyword relevant domain name. Um, mm-hmm. And they may be a brand as well. They may have a brandable domain name, but they're going to be marketed off of the keyword domain. Hmm. Um, you know, and then just in, in, you know, and stuff that I've mentioned before too, but market trends, I think that there is a slight misconception from our industry of an uneducated end user. Now, are they as smart, you know, smart is a relative term, but are they as aware or as informed about domain names as us? Probably not, but they are, they're online every day, just like we are. They are using search tools every day, just like we do. They use voice recognition like we do every single day. So their interaction is slightly different than ours, which is very important to realize when you're, when you're brokering names. Like, what is your perception to how you want to be seen. How, you know, like one of the questions I've always asked when I was selling updated domains was, you know, what is it that somebody searches to find you? If your brand name is this, I don't know what that means. I don't know who that is. I have no idea what that is. But what is, if somebody's doing a search for you, what is that? And people are starting to actually understand that. And they're starting to understand that, you know, if I'm looking for a home loan, I'm going to search for a home loan. If I'm looking for an accident attorney, I'm going to search for an accident attorney. Um, you know, if I'm looking for we're coming up on the Women's World Cup again, and I think I've talked about these domains before, if I'm looking for live soccer, I'm going to search live soccer. So like those, that interaction between search interface and domain name is starting, I think that gap is starting to close by end users. Um, but again, that could be my perception simply because I, I specialize in keyword domains and keyword <coughs> updated extensions. But Okay. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure I necessarily subscribe to that. I mean, um, I, uh, my, in my experience, uh, people are not that informed about domain names. So we're, we're, so we're negotiating right now. It's a very interesting case. Um, we've got a four letter.com domain. that's seemingly a, more or less a random four string. Okay fourletter.com. However, a company, the, the owners had it for many years. Uh, a company came along and they branded on this four-letter string. Uh, they're using the .co. The company has raised tens of millions of dollars. It's uh, an extremely fast-growing and very technically important startup. And uh, they're backed by some of the most important companies in the world and they also do a tremendous amount of business with the Department of Defense and every single one of the three-letter acronym agencies that are related. <laughs> and and are uh, they worried about email bleed? Well, and so this is the thing. So this is this is the point I was trying to make as just one example of the lack of understanding. Because yeah. it's not just about branding. Uh, as important as brand is, it's super important. 
it's been the focus of all of our conversations for many, many years. And what I'm finding is we probably need to start shifting some portion of our conversation to the importance of domain names for security. Because right now, boardrooms, what they're willing to open up their pocketbooks for and spend money on is security. Because it's a hot button issue. It's they're being forced by vendors and customers and regulators to button up cybersecurity. And, um, uh, you know, and a breach of security can cost them billions. And most of the effective solutions for making a safe network, a safe environment, digital environment for your, for your company, these are very expensive things and they're ongoing costs and um, they're, they're, it's heavy lifting. And so to me, I look at a domain and I say, well, uh, it's kind of like, you know, the low hanging fruit. It's like, if you don't have the exact match.com domain name for your brand, um, regardless of the brand itself, like if you, you know, if you want to make a brand out of a, a new GTLD or an updated TLD, um, that's great. I, I, I think some of them make amazing brands, but that doesn't, this isn't a, a, a brand conversation. It's about security. And the fact is, email is being sent to that .com that your company doesn't own. And there could be extremely, or there is extremely sensitive information there. And more than half of the emails that I see um, on these domains where, where, where people have set up catch all emails, more than half are from employees in the company themselves. So if it's employees in your company are sending emails to the wrong domain, then what about your customers? What about your vendors? What about your investors? Um, so I think, um, I think that's a, you know, one very poignant example of the lack of education about domains that, you know, people have well, I think, kind I think, of gotten the impression that domains are like makeup. It's like, I can go out natural or I can throw out some lipstick and the lipstick, you know, isn't going to get me that much further. Right. It's, it's incremental, but that's not true. Yes. Yeah. You know, having the best version domain for your, for your company, for your brand whatever extension that might be, it's just, it's critical. It's mission critical. It's not just putting lipstick on. It's, it's mission right. critical. You can't right. leave home without your shoes. Well, and I think what you're, what you're talking about, you know, especially with the security section, that's, that's, that's high school education for an elementary world. You know what I mean? We're, that's taking the, the use of the domain name for your, your, your medium to, to large business to the next level, that particular company has a tremendous need for brand security. I mean, that it's, mm -hmm. it's something like that is almost unparalleled, something like HIPAA or something like that. That's yeah. an education that, that yeah. as, as, a, as a broker or as the domain industry, we do, a, I think we do a horrible job of explaining that step or that, that importance. Yeah. But yeah. What, what, where, my, where I'm, where I'm seeing that growth in, in, in education is one step below that. Like, what do I need to be online? Like, we're still, you know, you're still talking to companies who, who go out and buy domain names that are 75 characters long. <laughs> like, hey, I was told at some no, point. No, you are not. You this. Before. Okay, so 60, they're at 63 characters. <laughs> and they got the short version. And it's because they were told they have to get their location, what they do, their name, their G or their zip code. They have to put all of that in their domain, but their brand is something completely different. 
You know what I mean? So we're, we're, what you're talking about is absolutely critical. And I fully agree that, you know, there are time and place for domain names uh, where the purchase of that domain name, whether or not it has to do with your branding is more important to security or, or brand protection than it is to your branding. But what, you know, my specialty is or that, that niche that I'm in or that, that segment of the market that I'm in, mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. that level of taking a, a mediocre to a great domain name. And then the good part is, is that leads to that security question. Hey, by upgrading your domain name, there's no longer going to be brand confusion. There's no longer going to be um, issues where, you know, email or, or something like that, if they're on a .com. When it comes to the updated extensions, you know, most of these brands are being built from scratch as complete online entities. So your initial email is built through the website. So it's very rare that you're going to have some significant bleed because it's already there. It's built into how you interacted originally. And perfect uh, smile, the dentist just doesn't care if a different dentist gets their email. Yeah, no. like one or two emails to a different dentist isn't going to, you know. Yeah, no. but if you're like interacted with the Department of Defense and you don't know that. But let me ask you something. From. Why? So you've got this portfolio at your disposal. Why would you be focusing on the small business? Why wouldn't you be chasing the big oh, I don't. I don't, I don't focus. I, well, let me rephrase that. I don't just do small business. Um, I think you can attest to that, you know, some of these larger deals where, you know, I have some amazing two character domain names. I have some amazing, yeah. you know, multi-million dollar domain names. Exactly. That are, that are up there. That cycle takes longer. That conversation. Yeah, for sure. So, so what I do is I'm working on those and backfilling with small business. Yeah. I, okay. There is a constant. And filling, yeah. What's and that? the and filling in the GoDaddy strategy along the way of growing relationships with small businesses. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, how do you pick? Are you monitoring? Um, you know, I remember when GoDaddy introduced the tool where you can see how many Whois lookups there have been on your domain. Mm-hmm. Um, are you monitoring Whois lookups? Um, email received for inactive domains because of misinterpretation, um, traffic on parking. Are, are, I mean, I'm sure GoDaddy is monitoring that somewhere. Are you monitoring that in relation to choosing what domains you sell? Or how do you go through the process? Um, yes, I, I, I do all of that, um, minus the email part. Um, I know that that's, that's a, a trick that's out there. I, I don't believe we do that. Um, my role here is, you know, I, I started about 60 days ago. So what I've done is I've, I've, you know, and I didn't get access to the full portfolio until my 59th day. I, you know, it had to be, had to be on the payroll for 24 hours before they showed it to me. Uh, So the, uh, you know, my initial research or or choices were based on market segments that I knew I had contacts in already. Okay. Um, So, you know, that's, that's sort of the low hanging fruit to that. Then I start looking at, you know, like um, I'm working on some two character stuff right now. Um, there are two, you know, there, there, you take a look at how many companies can use these two characters and you try and find the biggest pie. Like, you know, consonant, consonant is super hot. So I'm going to try and stay away from vowel. I'm going to try and use, you know, um, 
just basic, basic dictionary words, which two letters have the most amount of words or can be used for agencies or groups or consultings or, or whatever it may be. Um, so that, that's where I am sort of now. Okay. Uh, over the next you know, couple of weeks and, and months and, and into years, absolutely, I'll be using every tool that, that's in the book for monitoring who is. Um, you know, monitoring traffic, seeing who's coming to the sites, who's, you know, who's making requests for domain names. Um, you know, a lot of the name find portfolio is listed for sale. Um, not all of it, but the, uh, I believe not all of it, um, but the majority of it is listed either with make offer or, or an actual price point. So people make those offers. And, and, and as we all know, sometimes they may get that price today and it's a no today, but it's a yes tomorrow. Sure. My, my need has changed, so I, I have to move forward. So, okay. so, you know, all of that stuff will be taken into consideration over the next, you know, moving forward. Okay. So if, uh, is this already happening or do you see this in the future where say GoDaddy says, you know what, we really want to get into the dental market, the, um, you know, 30-year-old sports m market, I don't know, whatever, that they would have you outbound sell domains specifically in that arena so that you're essentially a one-on-one -on -one commercial for GoDaddy to these specific niches that they want to reach? Um, I think it's possible. I think that's just relationship building for any business though. You know, we offer a service that's bigger than domain names. Um, and if they, you know, if we can have conversations with entities, whatever the, the vertical of, of marketing or, or, or consumer facing goods are, and we have significant amounts of domains or, or the perfect domain in that portfolio, then absolutely, we want to have conversations with those decision makers. You know, it's the same thing with, with anything. If you have a product that everybody needs and they don't necessarily know it, you're not necessarily going to try and one-off it all the way through. You're going to try and find mm -hmm. those influencers, those people Exactly. That can bring it to scale faster than, you know, even GoDaddy, it's, it's name value is, is, is ridiculous. I mean, everybody knows what GoDaddy or everybody heard yeah. of it. Except for, I, I will say this, and this is a little antidote and I apologize, but when I was visiting our main office, I had an Uber driver and she picked me up and she took me to the airport. She asked me who I work for. I said, GoDaddy. And she's like, who are they? And wow. I was, I was blown away. I was like, you literally just picked me up from the office at GoDaddy and you don't, <laughs> you're in Arizona and you, you, you didn't know. Wow. That is shocking. But that was the only time I've ever mentioned GoDaddy to, to anybody and they didn't know. But you know, that name recognition is huge, but at the same time, we don't have just in no, no entity does. We don't have a, our hands deep into every single vertical that a domain name will touch. So having those relationships or building those relationships is extremely important. Yeah. So it's not a current active tactic, but obviously it's one that may someday come up. So we have a little less than 10 minutes left. Um, and I want to know what are the topics, Jebediah, that you want to highlight here um, that, that you wish that people knew about your role, about the market, about trends that you're seeing? Um, yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, I, I think my role, we, we sort of discussed a little bit, like, unfortunately, as of today, I'm not outbounding, you know, individuals domains. And, but, you know, and I, I've said this publicly before, I'm happy to look at them, please reach out, let's talk. 
Um, I've had a couple conversations since the last time I was on Sherpa with people who sent me their portfolios and it was great to look at them because they had some really good names in there or they had some not so great names where I'm able to give them advice. Go ahead and, you know, these are, these are hand reg names. Go ahead and drop them. Take that money that you're saving and buy a better domain. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's one that fits what you're doing. So, um, you know, so that's in my role there. Um, I've, I've also said it before, like one of the things that I highly, highly encourage and, and really want people to understand is take a look. If you're brokering your domain name or if you're outbound selling a domain name, if you're just selling a domain name in general, really evaluate who that end user is. And, and you know, we, we sort of get into this role, I think, where we think that those end users are, are you know, stupid or they don't know. And I'm going to educate them. I'm going to tell them what they have to have. And sales doesn't work that way. And I, I have been successful in multiple aspects of sales, not just in domain names, but in other things that I've done because I'm able to listen to what the end user is trying to achieve and, or what the buyer is trying to achieve and provide a solution to that. Now it may be a domain name that you have. It may be a domain name that you can get. And that's something that I really encourage people to take a look at. Cause like Drew mentioned earlier, there's nothing worse than, than outbound salespeople or people selling domain names that are garbage that are that they know are garbage and they're trying to force into the market as, as quality or premium. Um, it gives sort of premium names a, a, a weird tinge um, yep. and it makes it look, um, it, it makes the industry look bad. And, and I think that um, we can all do better there um, by, by, by taking a look at that. Um, and then just trend wise, you know, like I mentioned, I really, I really do feel like a lot of people are turning towards, um, keywords again, um, in conjunction with not necessarily in replacement, but in conjunction with their current branding. Totally. Um, Which so, makes sense. It's like everybody distrusts social media. Everybody distrusts Google. And it's like, you know, if you want to drive traffic and have meaningful relationships with visitors, customers, Etc. Whoever it is you're trying to attract to your website, you know, it just makes sense to to give them a clear, defined brand and or a clear, defined purpose or utility. So, you know, right. selling candles. I mean, nobody's going to be confused about who you are if you're at candles.com. I mean, it's just you know, it's or if you're selling candles at candles for sale. So, I mean, yeah. it makes it makes perfect sense, and it's it's. You know, it, it doesn't, especially if it's in conjunction with, you have options. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are, there are opportunity and that's, you know. So just, I'm going to drop something. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Finish your thought. Go ahead. No, so I, I think, no, that's fine. Uh, just, you know, paying attention to trends like that with keywords. I think those values are, are highly increasing. And I think if, if you can bring them to the market in a, in a, um, responsible fashion. I think there's, there's a way to, to, to have that, you know, push the industry forward and, and mm -hmm. goes back to the forefront. So. Hmm. So I want to ask one final question that I have, which is um, what is the best value? Okay. Ready? We're going to play, we're going to play a little shark tank here. I'm, I'm a buyer. Okay, because people are convincing me about these uh, updated TLDs. I want one really good new TLD, updated TLD, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh, 
not a generic one, one that's like spans the dot in a meaningful way, like, uh, you know, whatever, credit.cards type of thing. So tell me the best value, not the best domain, but the best value that you think you've got right now that you could sell to me on this show right here and now in the next 30 seconds. Uh, best value on an updated. Um, Sorry, I know I just threw you under the, like, yeah, on the spot. You know, one of my, so the best value to me, and, and I'll be honest, I'd have to double check the price because technically it's a, it's a registry-owned name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just in growth of market space, weed.delivery. I mean, it's, it's brandable. It's, it's generic. Mm-hmm. It is a trending market that thousands of companies just on doing brief research are trying to figure out how to make legal. And with the way that the cannabis industry is slowly gaining legality in every state, the next step is, is sort of Uber it, you know, Hey. Uh, so that's the thing is I, 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 I don't agree. I had this okay. same conversation with somebody at the registry. Um, and it was about because, that domain, about that domain. And it, oh, yeah. Jebediah, you know, your market. Well, I don't want to poop through the domain, but okay. it's for me, it's exactly it's Uber. Like you said, so it's like, once this thing does develop, like right now it's immature and maybe you could find a buyer and they might utilize it. But I think that very, very, very quickly that, that market will mature and it's a winner take all because, you know, they can take the brand and basically franchise it to operators in each state. And so you've got a couple of key players out there. And um, I think that it'll be a winner take all type of situation like an Uber. Maybe there'll be two players, but it'll be branded and not. You know, it's like owning Ride.Share and trying to sell that to Uber. You know, uh, Rideshare is the market, but Uber and Lyft don't care. They're, they're household names. And I think that that will be the case for weed delivery as that market matures. All right. Well, I think you cheated throwing him uh, <laughs> on the spot so bad. Um, but I love Jebediah. You know, everything that... Um, the way that you present yourself is always so calm and centered. And I think that buyers hear that. And um, uh, I also respect so much how you know your market. Even Drew, you knew what name to discuss at least with him, um, right uh, You know, on the spot, totally unexpected. Um, I'm sorry that we have to go. I wish that we could talk forever. But I know we will have you on the show like a hundred more times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, th- I think uh, you know, in a couple of months we circle back on the you know with the same show and say, uh, you know, and see see what's changed, see what's you know, see where you're making traction. And, yeah, I know, want specifics. What's sold? Where you out. Yeah, are you going to be able to share um, sale prices? That, or that is. Yeah, um, mostly right now we're working on ranges. Okay, uh, all right. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that um, numbers need to be out there. Um, it's, it's how the market moves forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also a firm believer that if that stuff isn't public, that it, you know, there's too many questions. So yeah, it's part of the value. Oh, that's a good point too on the transparency. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I'm, I'm very adamant that that's part of my role. And, um, you know, GoDaddy has agreed to most of my demands on that. (laughs) We're we're getting there. But, um, but, you know, with the successes that we've already had in in just 60 days, 
and moving forward, um, you know, I think it'll become more transparent and, you know, we're a publicly traded company, so there are going to be some things that just can't necessarily be released, sure. but, but at the same time, you know, it, it's the domain industry and everybody needs to know what's going on. Yeah. Well, this is a huge statement by GoDaddy and I'm really excited that, um, you were, uh, the one who they brought in for it. It's just fantastic. You belong here and you are going to make some big waves. Um, I see my next call is trying to come on, (laughs) (laughs) but thank you. Come again. Um, we'll see you soon. Thank you for having me. It's good to see you. Thanks, Jebediah. You too. All right. Bye guys. Bye Drew.